And now on this episode of Miami Miked Up, we welcome in the Florida Panthers, Ryan Lomberg. Loms, it's great to see you. Uh, it's been since media day, since the last time we spoke. And I remember back on media day, uh, we had what I thought was a pretty funny interaction because your wife was due to give birth. I believe it was in hours from the time that we were speaking to each other. Uh, and the energy was real fun. My wife's been super pregnant all summer, so we didn't oh. want to travel just or a lot of hanging out. Yeah. Time. Yeah. Just some down, how, how far along town. is she? We're due, uh, we'll probably have the baby this time tomorrow. So oh, we'll go, holy we'll, shit. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, what, are you, yeah. what are you doing here? Yeah. Home. Well, I, I got my phone oh on my me. God. So, yeah. Yeah, I got, oh my God. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Crazy energy. Yeah, guys. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. I did not expect that as yeah, the answer. Yeah, I know. I know. I've been Holy catching cow. a few people Am off I guard, rolling? So. I mean, geez. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So I just want to know how's being a father of a second child? It's good to see it too. Uh, it's It's been amazing. Um, you know, my, my life's a champ. It was. An incredibly smooth process, um, you know, for for the doctors and her and the, and the baby, um, and being a, a father too. It's uh, it's pretty busy. It's pretty busy. We're uh, you know we got a one and a half year old, a little bit over that now, and a four month old now. So it's uh, you know the whole juggling act of one one chasing after our son while the other holds our daughter and <laughs> and vice versa. But uh, you know we're we're loving every second of it. That's tremendous. That's that's uh, exactly the energy I hope to hear from you. Um, and a little less frantic than I think that day. I think there was a little extra going on going into it. But what is something else that yeah. has recently brought you joy off the ice outside of work? Uh, outside of work, we got we actually have our father's trip coming up. Um, so that's always a, a very, very special part of the year. Um, you know, we bring the dads along and they get to see what it's what the life in the NHL is like. And I think, um, you know, for all of us, uh, our dads played a big part in, in why we're here. So to be able to share that with them um, and, and just kind of have them around and, and thank them for everything they've, they've done for us to, to help us accomplish our lifelong goal. It's uh, it's 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 pretty pretty special that uh, that we do that and we're thankful for that do you have any favorite dad's trip memories from years past we my this is actually my dad's second trip so last cool. year was uh I, I know the dads had a lot of fun it was uh they more so acted like the the, the boys and and uh the boys acted like the dads so uh but that's you know that's typically how it goes the dads get to come and drink a bunch of beers and eat a lot of good food and, and watch the game and, and just be a, a group of big kids up there. So um, it's it's always a great time of the year. Yeah, that sounds amazing. I, I'd want to be on the dad side of that trip, that's for sure. Uh, let's get yeah, to I'm hockey kidding. for for just a second. Um, obviously, you guys have lost a few games in a row here, but then we're coming off of you know winning nine straight games. So over this last grouping of games, what would you say you've learned the most about this team, this specific group? Yeah, I think I think we can uh, we can win a lot of different ways. We can you know dominate a whole game. We can win from behind. We can win tight games. Um, you know, I think so far over the course of the year, we've uh, we've proved that um, you know we're we're a, a great hockey team, and um, you know we're we're looking forward to kind of continuing that throughout the rest of the year, and and um, you know building towards something special in the playoffs. You know, you've you've been here for a few years now, so you've been through sort of the trials and tribulations of 
all right, getting knocked out early uh, in the playoffs, then having a remarkable regular season, but still getting knocked out earlier than you want. Then obviously last year's run. So to be around for that, to now be in this regular season, how different is sort of the mentality or even, you know, the pressure level going into a season where now you guys are coming off of what was such an incredible postseason run with, you know, the core of this group? Yeah, I think something that's important that, that we've learned is that, um, you know, none of the noise or expectations or pressure from the outside is is really relevant in our locker room. It's it's all about where we're at as a group. Um, you know, if if we're playing good hockey, you know that that's really the only thing we focus on. Uh, you know, like you said, we've had some great years with with high expectations and fallen short, and then you know, quite the opposite last year. Um, so for us, it's it's just all about being you know getting to where we need to be. Um, you know, and, and doing our jobs and taking care of one another, and then like I said, doing what we have to do to to make sure we're we're in a position where we're happy with our game. Well, and, and that being said, you know, as a guy who's been here a few years, you're a leader in that dressing room. So how do you make sure that with a number of new players coming in and that core sort of sticking together, that that's the message that's constantly being echoed, that there aren't too many ups and downs? Yeah, I think, um, you know, I think it starts at the top with, with Billy. He obviously does his homework and, and brings in high character guys. Um, so, you know, right right from the get go, there's, uh, you know, there's no outsiders. Everybody coming in is is willing to buy into the, you know, the team team first mindset. Um, and then obviously, you know, myself being around a few years and, um, you know, guys being around longer and, and guys being here a couple of years, that, that's that's kind of who we are as the Florida Panthers. We're, we're a team first. We take care of one another. We worry about our team game and, and kind of put all the individual stuff aside. And um, that's that's kind of, you know, who we all are. So it's it, it's really the, the only way here. If uh, if you're not doing that, you, you, you kind of stick out. So um, but like I said, all, all the guys that came in this year have been tremendous, um, you know, and, and we're excited to to play the rest of the year out. So you talk about being a team guy, but I'm going to force you to focus on a couple of individuals at the moment. So we got to start where where everyone's been talking about Sam Reinhardt across the NHL. Obviously, he's having a remarkable season, a career year, setting Panthers records now with goals in eight straight. I mean, what what have you seen from him this year as he's been so locked in that has made him, you know, take his game to this next level and specifically during this hot streak? I mean, what what do you guys do? Do you just kind of leave him alone? Do you give him any sort of, hey, this has been great? Like, how do you handle something when someone is playing such great hockey individually? Yeah, it's 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 cool. It, you know, he's he's passed up some some pretty uh, special guys um, on on his run here. Um, but you know, for for Rhino, I think it's you know being with him for a few years now. It's it's really not too surprising that he's having the success he he's been having. Um, you know, he's obviously a tremendously talented guy with uh, with an incredible work ethic. So um, you know, some people may say that he's getting puck luck or you getting the balances or whatever. But for for us on the inside that see him every day, it's it's you know, like I said, it's not surprising he. Uh, He's very capable of doing this, and and you know we're all we're all happy to see him having the success he's been having. Well, and then Matthew Kachuk, who obviously had a spectacular season last year, he's really been rounding into form as of late. Coming back from, I mean, we know all you guys were so banged up after that playoff run last year, but we know Chucky had quite a few injuries to deal with coming back in and playing so much this season. So you know we've already seen how important Matthew Kachuk is to this franchise, but. 
How much does him rounding back into that level of, of top player in this league type of form help you guys not only now, but but moving forward as you try to accomplish those same types of goals? Yeah, I, I think like you said, you know, he's obviously, you know, one of our leaders um, on and off the ice. Um, and, you know, we uh, need our big guys going if, if we're going to, you know, have the success we want. So I think even looking to earlier in the year, um, you know, he, he was playing good hockey. It's uh He's uh, he's a guy that's you know just built for for the playoffs. I think Paulie said it. It's uh, he's one of the guys who you know playoffs come around and everybody has to play different and harder and in the you know the greasy areas because it's playoff hockey. But but that's that's where Chucky lives. He's he's comfortable there. Um, it's who he is. He's a big game player and um, you know when when the uh, the lights are the brightest, the, you know, there's Matthew Kachuk right in the mix. So um, obviously, again, happy, happy for him that that it's uh, it's starting to go in like it has. But uh, again, there, there's really no surprise. We all knew it was, you know, kind of inevitable that uh, it would start going for him. He, he's he was around it all year. And, and um, you know, like I said, it's it's not surprising. You know, you talk about playoff Matthew Kachuk, and I remember last year as you guys in the Heat were having those parallel postseasons coming from the bottom of the conference, upsetting everybody, having these remarkable years. It was playoff Jimmy, and it was playoff Chucky. And it was funny to see the way both of those guys are sort of built for the playoffs. So it'll be fun to see that hopefully again this year as, as both guys turn it on and these teams make nice runs. Um, you know, we talked about a little bit before about the new guys. So I want to know, for you, off the ice, Who's one of the new guys that you've kind of gelled with the most as a person that you've either gone out with quite a bit or, you know, you've you've really gotten along well in the clubhouse? Yeah, the, you know, I think uh, we do a great job here of, of you know, we're, we're not clicky at all or, you know, there, there's no, you know, real groups and, and divisions or anything like that. So I would I would have to say, honestly, all of them. Um, you know, they're all they're all great guys. I enjoy being around all of them, um, you know, in, in any given situation or setting. So, um, again, you know, Billy did a great job bringing in some some high character guys and um, they fit in. They fit in great and uh, child great with the rest of the guys. All right. So next question for you. Who of that said? Who's the best guy on this team to go out with on a night? So who's a guy that's either is he's either the life of the party or picking up the check or like if I was to say like hey I've got an opportunity to go out with a couple of Florida Panthers who's the guy that I should be putting at the top of that list and is it is it you? <laughs> no, there's uh, gosh that's a tough one. There, there's you know there's so many guys we all get along so well. Um, this team it, gets it along really too is. well, man. It, it makes it impossible <laughs> for me to get any individual answers out of you because everybody yeah, gets no, along so well. There's no such thing as getting <laughs> along too well in, in, in our profession. I think uh, as a team, you know, the, the guys embrace being around each other and, and, you know, we're almost at our happiest and having our most fun when, when we're all together. So, um, you know, there, there's a lot of guys that are, are a ton of fun to be around and, um, you know, we, we all enjoy being out with one another. All right, hockey players have a reputation here, so here's the question. How many of your original adult teeth do you have left? <laughs> uh, probably, I would say two-thirds. Okay, that's not terrible. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not it's great, not but it's not terrible. Yeah, yeah, definitely not all of them. Definitely <laughs> not all, between a couple of chips and, you know, root canals and teeth getting knocked out and all that stuff. They're definitely not all real, but... Uh, you know, got some fake ones in there. What was the first days of that happen where you got a tooth knocked out or had one of those injuries where you're like, oh man, this is a, th this is a real deal for me. 
it was I was in the minor leagues and I actually took a goalie stick to the mouth and Ooh. you know yeah and I I felt my mouth and I thought you know initially right when it happened I thought I'd be cut open and teeth would be everywhere and it was weird all the teeth were still there there was no blood and I'm like wow like <laughs> got away got away with one and then you know obviously later that night and the next morning just everything was super sensitive and went into the doctor the dentist office um rather and you know he told me both teeth were completely dead and i needed double root canals and i was in the dentist chair for like six hours and he's grinding away and um that was uh you know no fun so um that was definitely the moment where i was like this this is this is kind of tough, but um, <laughs> it, it's all part of it. It's all part of it. Real tough guy, hockey players. So that's what we get. That's what we know. And and you're you know known as one of the the tougher guys around the league. You kind of like to get into scrums, um, but obviously you're not like an oversized big bruiser. So have there ever been any moments where you've gotten into it with one of the like you know bigger bruisers in the league, and they're like, what? Do you- what are you doing in here? You know, was that early in your career? Like, Hey, what are, what are you doing here? You know, coming in and getting into this with us? Yeah, I think, you know, I've kind of always been undersized my whole life. So, um, you know, from, from an early age on, you know, it was kind of tough to find willing combatants my size. So I was always fighting up a, a weight class or, uh, fighting, you know, taller guys and stuff like that. So, you know, there was one time I I asked a bigger guy to fight, and one of the, one of his guys, one of his teammates, called me a word I can't say here. And I looked at him I'm like, how how does that make me that if I'm asking this guy to fight right now? I don't I don't think I don't think that mouth checks out. So every once in a while, earlier on, um, you know, I would kind of get that, but now I think. Uh, like you said, I kind of got the reputation that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not really scared of the big guys. I love that. And you're also known as someone who can chirp with the best of them. So I'm wondering twofold here. One, ha- is there ever been a time where, you know, you've kind of chirped a guy and you felt like, all right, man, yeah, I got him. I, that's, that's one. I really got him. And vice versa. Has there ever been a chirp from an opposing player that either hours later or days later has still kind of stuck with you. Like, Hey, that kind of hurt my feelings. <laughs> you know, not, not really. I've, I've definitely had uh chirped a couple of guys and, you know, get some chuckles from the rest of the bench and you're feeling good about your chirp. And the guy kind of turns around and gets all sour and, you know, you got him. But <laughs> when guys, when, when guys chirp me, I, I, you know, I know they're just trying to get to me or, you know, saying whatever. So I think, uh, you know, it's like, like you said, kind of twofold, when I chirp a guy and, I, and it gets to him, I know I'm doing my job. So when when somebody chirps me, I, I I really don't let it get to me because it's just it's all part of it. I know I know if guys are chirping me, I'm doing something right. Yeah, that means you're probably playing well because they're trying to get in your yeah. head. Um, all yeah. right, so I I think the Lamborghini is one of the very best nicknames in all of sports. Um, I think it's absolutely as cool as it gets. And so I'm going to ask you here for your top five nicknames. You can include yourself if you'd like to, but can you think of a top five nicknames for any players around the league? Top five. I think I think one you got to go with uh, Mick Jesus out in Edmonton. <laughs> That's so good. Uh, you know, obviously he's world, yeah, world-class talent, and, and the name is, is pretty fitting. You know, other than that, obviously, you know, our, our guy in uh, South Florida, Jimmy Buckets, um, you know, and that that's that's a pretty cool nickname too. 
Uh, you don't have to go in, in modern sports if there's any that uh, from the past that, that ring a bell. I'd be happy to take yeah, those. Yeah, you know, five. the Gretzky, the great one is, um, you know, obviously that's up there too. Uh, I'm trying to think other ones. I think my personal favorite in, in basketball is the Greek freak just because I think it uh, yeah. it it absolutely describes him pretty perfectly as well. So I think that's that's yeah. probably a good one. Yeah, that's true. That is a great one. All right. Well, we'll take your top three. We'll take your top three of the great one, uh, and we'll round it out with the Lamborghini. That'll make our top five. So yeah, that's up there for sure. I'm <laughs> I'm very fortunate to to have that one on me. That's that's great. Yeah, it's perfect. And you got Chuck E. Cheese as well. All right. Well, Ryan Lomberg, thank you so much for for spending some time with me here on Miami Mic'd Up. We always appreciate it. You're always a great conversation, and uh, good luck the rest of the season moving forward. Thanks. Thanks for having me.